0: Welcome to the Everything Early Childhood Podcast designed for approved providers, nominated supervisors and other childcare leaders. This fun, light-hearted and very serious podcast features weekly episodes on strategy, advice and conversations with fascinating and inspiring people from across our sector. Join the journey and have access to the tools and inspiration you need to create high-performing childcare businesses. Let's get started. Hello friends, welcome to our very first episode of 2023. I hope you have all had a fabulous break, spent some amazing time with all of your families, wherever you are, and have had some time just to pause, just to relax and really just get in touch with um, yourself and what you wanna achieve for this fabulous year. So I thought we'd jump in with a little bit of a um, fun episode today, just a light episode to start off. The year, and it was inspired by another podcast that I listened to, which I'll share with you during today's episode. Um, but I thought we would talk about where does inspiration come from. So inspiration is obviously, you know, when we feel inspired, we're motivated, we're excited, um, and it can increase our ability to be able to achieve tasks. And even if, because we know in our day-to-day life that there are so many different things that we have to do that we absolutely hate or absolutely don't want to do, but what gets us through often is that we have these amazing and incredible projects and things that we can get to after we do those, those tasks um, that we potentially need to get through before we get to them. So inspiration is a feeling of enthusiasm. So you get it from someone or something and it gives you a new or creative idea And the truth is that inspiration can come from anywhere. So, but the trick is that you need to give yourself time and space and create that in your life, create that in your world. So, I know for me, the best inspiration or the times that I get inspired the most is times when I actually stop and times when I actually pause. So that would be for me walking, showering on the toilet, um, the best ideas, or even when I'm driving, um, especially if I'm driving somewhere that, um, you know, when you go onto that um, unconsciously unconscious you go into that robotic time like brain span where you just you know where you're going you don't need to think about it and your mind just starts to wonder those are the best times I love them so we're going to talk about today where it comes from what to do with the ideas. And like me, I'm a very ideas orientated person. So what to do if you have too many ideas? Because sometimes when you have too many ideas, it can become a little bit overwhelming. So I'm going to give you a strategy of what you can do with your ideas. Um, and then obviously how to, if you have an idea, how to then um, go about achieving that think that's really important because sometimes people can have really great ideas but not know how to actually make it come to life so the trick is to as we were saying is to create that time and that space for your mind to wonder so here are 15 different things that you might be able to implement in your life to create more inspiration So we can go into nature. So you can take a walk through nature. Music might be an inspiration for you. Going for a run, traveling, um, acts of kindness for somebody else. Children. So children are a massive source of inspiration. So because they're seeing things for the first time, you can see it through their eyes. They're laughing, they're smiling. You might get inspiration from chatting to strangers. You might um, get out of your comfort zone and try new skills through quotes, looking at quotes. And I've got lots lots of quote buddies out there that we share lots of quotes with. We love them. Um, Meditation. So really just taking that time to rest your mind and have that quiet through your morning routine. So again, anything that's robotic, anything that you do every day where your mind doesn't need to think. And I remember reading something and I can't remember exactly how many, but we can get decision, uh, yeah, decision fatigue. And so when you look at people in particularly the tech industry, they purposely wore the same clothes every day, that their wardrobe just had T-shirts and jeans because that was one decision that they took away that they didn't have to make every day. So um, when we have morning routines or things that we do every day, our brains are not going through that decision-making process. We're not having to think about it. So it allows our minds to really have that time and that space to wonder, to go to that beautiful place where all of those ideas come from. Um, Videos, books, Um, facing your fears is a really big one and of course being around positive people because often ideas um, or we limit ourselves to coming up with those ideas or thinking about those ideas because the first thing we say to ourselves is oh that's silly or nah that wouldn't work and because our brain within that nine seconds of thinking about an idea chimes in that it's not going to be a good idea but what if? What if it was the best idea that you have had and you didn't go for it? So, what I want to encourage you don't listen to that inner voice, have positive people around you, and make sure that you write down, document all of your ideas. Now, we have a saying here at Platinum Education, and it's just a new one, actually. So, I'm happy to share it with you. Um, but we have a new saying that it's like, let's throw spears. Um and I heard this on the podcast and I was like, yes, I'm stealing it. I'm taking it. And what it is is um if you ha- when you have an idea, you get around all of your amazing positive people um, perhaps people in your organization perhaps your friends and you say hey I've got this idea and they're like let's throw spears at it so you start to throw the spears to poke holes in it start playing around with it what does it um, you know where can it go what does it look like is this a good idea is this a bad idea like what are the pros what are the cons well, how would it work and you start um, sort of like Plato, you know working it out rolling it out kneading out those ideas to really help them to come to fruition and it's really important to have, I believe, to have different people and different minds around you who have different perspectives. So if we're all the same, life would be boring. So we definitely don't want yes people around us. We want people around us who have their own pers perception, perspective, um, because that what that's what makes the world amazing. And where you have an original idea and where the idea actually comes to fruition, I hope that throughout that process that you can never go back and say, well that was my idea because every single person has collaborated um, as part of that idea to make it happen um, so that eventually when it does happen you can you don't even remember whose idea it was, Because it has transformed so much um, throughout that process that you cannot even trace it back because somebody's added this and then this has moved and then you're like, yeah, well, that's a great idea um, for each part of whatever, you know, however it started. So when my top three, so podcasts for me is a really great source of inspiration. As I said, this episode has come directly from an amazing podcast that I listen to. So I thought I'd share my top three podcasts that I listen to. And I follow a lot of podcasts, and but these three, whenever they pop up in my, um, in my listening list, is what it's called, listening list, um, I get really, really excited. So um, Jim Quick for me, so Quick Brain. Yeah. Um, Jay Shetty on purpose so I love it so much it's about actually you know what Jay discovers lots and lots of different topics and I think that's what I love about all of these podcasts is that they are all different they're all different people um, and perhaps people that I would look at and that I wouldn't choose to listen to either but they have guests on they talk about topics um, and every single episode that they have is really really interesting Um, but my number one person and that I love the most, Simon Sinek, um, a bit of optimism and um, I just love it. So the last episode I listened to, um, he had Brene Brown and um, Adam Brand on and I was like, oh my gosh, like an episode with these three amazing people and just how they bounced ideas and how they... Um, talked about a topic and obviously as we talk to people not when I talk to myself like I am with you guys now but when you're with people and you talk through things and you you bounce and your ideas and um you know we talked about that it is great um what was the word it was um oh gosh I can't remember the word it'll come to me don't worry um and, you know, but it is about having that. So when you're around people or you create teams, um, it is around creating that good, that good flow, that great relationship, that great, um, oh, we talk about it all the time, can't believe I, it, the word will come to me, don't worry. Um, but it is, it's about that having that relationship with people that, you know, people around you, when you have an idea, you can massage it, you can knead it, you can poke holes in it um, to really work out what is going to be a great idea and where it's going to work. Um, Some other books um, that I've got massive inspiration from um, are anything by Brene Brown, Um, so Dare to Lead, Atlas of the Heart. So if you haven't read any of her stuff, I definitely recommend adding it to your list this year. Um, It's also available in audiobooks if you'd prefer. So when you're driving, you can just have the audiobook on or when you're walking um and Elizabeth Gilbert's another great author for me so she um Big Magic is a great book um and Eat Love and Pray we're all familiar with that book with the movie Julia Roberts but the book is so much better like I it's probably the only actually it is I have to admit it's the only um movie that I've seen that's based on a book that I read the book before seeing the movie and I mean the movie's great I love it I can watch it now over and over again but there were just so many parts and so many in 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 synchronicities I don't know if that's the right word whatever um you know in the book that just weren't featured in the um in the movie so read the book it's awesome um and then I've heard some great things about it's called um oh gosh I don't even know how to say this but it's um for sufferance, I am going to say that it's called "The Awe and Wanderer and Things That Sustain You" When "The World Gets Dark" by Julia Baird and um, as well as I didn't even know how to say this um, ikigo, so I K I G A I, so the Japanese secret to a long and happy life. So I am um, definitely adding these two books to my list this year to read. And um, I, if you haven't, if you don't know what the Japanese art of e, I, I don't know how to say it I should look it up how to say it Ikai guy let's say that Ikai guy (laughs) Um, you just get on Pinterest have a look and it's got so many amazing visuals but it's about finding that balance in life and about finding um, yeah your happiness and the secrets to that so recommend looking into that and that would be a great source of inspiration for you as well but I'm also a visual learner. So for me, um, I can get into a state of flow, spend hours on Pinterest um, and it's not even the image that I want to create. So um, for example, I'll give you an example. had this image in my head of um, creating these doors in in my center. So we're doing renovations and I wanted this beautiful door and um, I love being creative. So I had this visual of, and I couldn't find it to buy what I wanted. So um, I got on visual and I'm just like doors and doors was my like search and um, word and so i'm looking at all these doors all these doors um and i was like oh that's it so there was like these i think 3 to 5 doors that i just pinned to my doors board um in pinterest i mean how good is pinterest i love pinterest um and so then i yeah set about making this door and it was amazing it was beautiful i loved it and but then when i showed people the actual images of what um how that i was inspired by this door and i Just had this image in my head. Um, They were like, What? How did you create that from that? And that's just my life. Like, I see stuff. And as I said, it's not even like the image that inspires me. So, if you get on Pinterest and you look up um, environments, and I'd encourage you to look up like natural environments, nature, early childhood, nature in early childhood, um, outdoor, loose parts, um, all of those keywords and look them up on Pinterest. And the best thing about Pinterest that I love is when you see an image that you love it then obviously as you know because we all love Pinterest um, we it gives us examples of more images like that so that is a massive source of um, of inspiration so but again it doesn't have to be that image I don't look at images to be like yes I'm going to create exactly that I look at images to see what um, inspires me what provokes me and it can be something literally so so simple um, within that picture that I'll take from it and and run with it and be able to um, implement that. And I am just a massive ideas person. So I have so many ideas. Sometimes I feel sorry for Jake because every time I'm like, oh, have a great idea. Or my husband, I have another idea. He's like, oh, no, another one. Um, so what we do, um, we use Trello. And what we do in Trello um, is that we've got an ideas board. So on our ideas board, um, anytime (laughs) that I have any new, amazing, sensational ideas, um, even dumb ones too, because, you know, they're in there as well. They're not all amazing. And um, so we add them to the ideas board in Trello. And so instead of being like, yes, I have a great idea. Let's do it. We now park ideas. So um, we put the ideas um, in the Trello board and we park them. And um, look, this is a really great strategy, particularly at the end of the year. Like if you're coming around in October, November, December, oh gosh, that is definitely not a good time to implement an idea. Um Even now, like now is the time to actually look through that ideas list. And we do, we go through the ideas once a month and we say, okay, for this month, what do we want to achieve? What do we want to pull from the ideas list? And what do we want to achieve this month? And that is exactly how we do it. Then we start to, again, need it, poke holes in it, throw throw spears um, and really work the idea to see if it's something that's going to work, to see if it's something that's going to serve our amazing clients um, in our sector and just, you know, that it's in line with our messaging and in line with our vision and mission that we have. Um, I think, again, like going back is bringing bringing on my um, Simon Sinek here but finding your why and really relying on that why Um, and I mean my great coach says that her why is her compass and I think it's really important to go back to your why and why you do what you do to make sure that anything that you're producing, um, any goals, any ideas that you have are in line with your why, whether it's your personal why um, and your values, um, whether it's your Company or your services, why and your values. It's really important to come back and revisit those each time that you introduce something new because that will make your decision making process really, really easy. You can ask yourself, is, is this in line with this? Is this in line with this? And if the answer is no to any of those things, whether it's your um, values or your mission, then it's, it's really simple. The answer is no. Um, And it's like, I think about it like songwriting, right? So the songs we listen to and we love, um, I really admire the artists that are also the stir songwriters. Um, I think it's such, they're so talented and amazing how they can, um, you know, write their own music and write their own lyrics. Oh, incredible. But half the songs that we listen to are actually written by somebody else. So, um, And some artists, and this is what I find absolutely incredible, is that some artists actually produce their own music or, and lyrics and they're like, no, no, I don't think that that's appropriate for me or that doesn't fit with this album or that doesn't fit with my image or, or what I want, but they'll still write it because it's their flow, it's their creative juices um, flowing out and then they'll sell it to somebody else. Or I, I know artists, I can't remember off the top of my head one, but there was this artist that wrote this song and um, they were like, this is the perfect artist for it. And they directly went to that artist and said, look, we've written this song. We think it's perfect for you. Um, And then they, yeah, sold it or gave it to that artist to be able to produce. And I think it's incredible that then you hear that artist singing that song with those lyrics somebody else wrote, but how perfect it is for them and their style and their... um, you know, who they're about and their values. Whereas if you, the other artist saying it, who wrote it, you'll be like, what, that's a bit out of character. Um, and I think it's definitely a journey, but sometimes things don't fit within that journey right now. So again, put it on that list, put it on that ideas list, park it, even give it away to other people um, like the, the artists do. Um, but yeah, the reason I wanted to talk about this now and how it relates to the start of the year is that This is when you draw upon all of those ideas. This is when I would encourage you to survey your whole team. Um, and really get their feedback on um, what's worked, what hasn't worked, um, what inspires them, what motivates them, what are they excited about this year? What topics would they like to really delve into and learn more about, and really delve deeper into? Um, and then that way you can find and utilize that information to create your improvements or your goals. I hate the word improvements. I think it's it's I I think it's just saying that, you know, you're not doing something well, we need to improve. So we always talk about goals um, in that area. So in, um, goals for your service for this year, what are you focusing on? So we encourage our clients to have three or four Maximum. So any, any topics or any speaking events um, or any training that I do, you'll hear me say over and over again, three to four maximum. We chunk things down to three or four because that is how our brain works. I'm still seeing so many services um, that we're reviewing and it's fine because that's what we do. We support services with their documentation um, in order to get the wording right, to get the messaging right, to get their team on on board with the mission of their goals for the year. And when you get it right, and when you start the year off on the right note or on the right foot, and you get everyone on board, because that's what we need to do. We need to get everyone on board with those ideas and inspired to be able to run with those ideas. So big, huge goals, things that are going to last the entire year. And then what we do So whether it's your goals for your QIP, whether it's something in your personal life, um, whether it's something in your organisation – we then need to map it out. This is an important step that often gets missed. So when you decide and when you go to your ideas list and you decide, yep, this is a fantastic idea, you poke holes in it, you workshop it, you get everyone's input and perspective on that idea and it can literally be um, like just a topic, like it can literally be like, or a question. I love questions because questions, you know, and I go back to Albert Einstein and he said, if he had 60 minutes to solve a problem, he'd spend the first 59 coming up with the right question And so we know that children learn the best through problem-based learning when we ask them a question and then they go through all of those steps and investigations and hypotheses to be able to solve that problem. Exactly the same thing in this regard. So if you want to pose it as a question to your team, how can we, how will we, Um, how do we um, and those are great starting points for any questions you want to ask and to start that investigation for something that you are curious about, and that in, in that idea that you want to invest in with your team um, for that period of time. So, how do we map it out? So, we've got project um, plans. So, we've got these sheets, these project plans that we can share with you. But essentially. Um, I like to draw a lot of inspiration since we're talking about it from, um, in this episode, inspiration. Um, I like to draw a lot of my inspiration from different or different sectors. So I find if all we do is poke our nose or have our feet in one sector and that's all we're doing every single day, then that is all we know. In order to expand our mindsets, in order to expand our knowledge, we I think it's really important... As I said earlier, one, to surround yourself with people that um, have different perspectives, different knowledge, different skill sets and different strengths, really important. And then the second thing is to dip your toes into different topics, different sectors, different, um, completely different things that you would have absolutely no, um, idea, how it would even relate to early childhood and what you're doing and your organization, trust me, this is where the best ideas come from. So this idea about mapping out an idea um, came from the construction <laughs> sector and they have, um, like when I said to my husband, I've had this amazing idea, I want to create this um this project plan, because I'm finding that what services are doing is they're having, they've got these really great ideas, but they're doing way too many. So um, a lot of services we visit will have like 15 ideas on the go and they're just doing it. And what happens, the consequence of having so many on the go is that no one, one, no one's actually in charge. So that's a first step. Make sure somebody is accountable. Make sure somebody's in charge of um, driving that goal or that project or that idea. Um, So no one's in charge. Then the second step is that it starts and everyone's really excited about it and but then and then you get all the information but then nothing happens so that would be then your next step is to map it out how are you going to do it what are the steps that we need to do to be able to do it and that comes back to our skill of brainstorming so just literally brainstorm okay guys this is the uh, this is the topic this is who's responsible Um, assign someone who's really passionate about it. Um, Make sure that when you do assign someone, you need to give them time. So you need to think about the logistics. And I know a lot of people are getting really frustrated, um, you know, leaders um, and service owners getting really frustrated with people's, um, you know, with some people's need to be like, well, I don't have time for that. Or, um, oh, but if you want me to do that, I want time. Look, It's just about maximizing what you do. If you're going to add something extra on somebody else's plate that will drive your organization into the future, you need to ask yourself, is that worth the investment of giving this person time in order to achieve this goal? Ask yourself that question. Because it is, it's a financial investment, it's a time investment, it's an energy investment that you're giving to pursuing this idea. So you need to ask yourself those questions. Perhaps some things may not be, and that's okay. But but particularly when it comes to your quality improvement plan and showing how you are implementing those improvements and those goals in your service, this is an amazing investment. Because when your team are all on the same page, And when your team are focused, when your team are motivated, when your team are excited to be able to pursue those goals, this is where the magic happens. And it all comes together throughout these goals. And it takes limited effort once this is implemented. So one, pick the right people, delegate someone, have someone driving the goal. Two, Make sure that you map it out. Make sure that you put your steps with your action items with what needs to happen in order for us to achieve this goal. And that will change. And that may, you may add to that as well later on. That is okay. And then number three, how are you going to document it? So it's really important that you document um, when you have achieved those actions um, and what action you have implemented. And the beautiful thing is that when you delegate it and give it to someone who's passionate about it and invest in them and give them the time to be able to research it, to be able to share it with the team, to be able to then document it. So remember out there, all of our amazing directors and all of our amazing centre leaders, you do not have to wear every single hat in your service. I want to remind you because again, we're getting hit with these limiting beliefs and limiting thoughts in your mind and in your mindset. The more that you mentor The more that you teach, the more that you guide people around you and the more that you um, pull on and bring on things that other people are amazing at, the better your service will be and the easier your job will be. I love the quote you know, taking away, if I light somebody else's, if I have two candles and my candle's lit, if I light another candle, it doesn't take away any of my light. It only makes the room brighter. So the more that you encourage, the more that you guide, the more that you inspire, the more that you support the people around you to be amazing, the more amazing you'll be, the more amazing your service will be, the more amazing everything will be and the easier your life will be. So, it's really important that you have that mindset and get rid of those limiting beliefs that are holding you back from doing that. So those are my tips for inspiration and remember inspiration can come from anywhere. So what I want you to encourage you to do this year is I want to encourage you to schedule time for yourself every single day. So whether it's something off that the list of 15 things, if you want to rewind um, today's podcast or I might put it out as a post. Um, <clears throat> whether you want to draw on one of those 15 things or let me know what do you do and where do you find your most inspiration coming from and if you can't manage to do something every day then maybe try three days a week so start with three days and then um, st- and then go to um, every day so remember this year, I want to challenge you to get out of your comfort zone, do something new. That is where the magic happens. This is where the inspiration comes from. And I want to see all of your services doing amazing things this year and really having your team on board and joyful, happy, enthusiastic and motivated. And that comes from that inspiration. But it also comes from taking the time and giving yourself that time and space for those ideas and for that inspiration to come. So I want to leave you with a little quote here. I saw it this morning and I just felt someone needed to hear it today. So um, here goes. Your time as a caterpillar has expired. Your wings are ready. And that's it. That's all for me. So let me know um, in our group um, what inspires you and what you're going to take from today's episode and if you love today's episode share it with your friends and um, let me know um, I'd I love to hear from you guys and I love to hear all of you out there who are listening and um, of course just get in touch my goal for this year is connection and I love to connect with people so get in touch for a chat get in touch to let me know um, how you are what your biggest challenges are or let me know what topics you would like us to focus on this year. We're super, super excited to be back. Um, We are having a focus this year on real people, real stories. Um, A lot of our episodes this year from people from the sector in many different positions have been really, really popular. So we're looking forward to getting back to that this year and really just having meaningful chats and conversations with real people in our sector. So if you'd like to be a guest, get in touch um, and we'll sort out a date. Anyway... That's it for me today. So wherever you are in the world, um, it's been a pleasure to be with you today and just a reminder to keep making every moment count. Take care, everyone. Speak soon. Thanks for listening to the Everything Early Childhood podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating and review we read them all. To catch all the latest from me, your host, Lisa Brown, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Lisa Brown underscore Platinum Ed. Thanks again for listening. Keep making every moment count and I'll see you next time.